Okay. <clears throat> so, Fancy something delicious? Sorry, this just keeps coming on. Right. Um. <clears throat> so, let me just see. So, I'm having a look at um, a variety of things that are going on in the world, and I just said to myself, you know, I was going to attempt to look at other areas of worldly matters and that no matter what it was that was in this position to look at in terms of topics I was going to approach it and I'm going to be very honest I really do not know at all what's going on with this particular topic at all it says Leo versus PSG, 1-5, to <clears throat> Kylian Mbappe and Lionel Messi score the pick of the goals in an emphatic win. Right, this was on the 6th of February. Um, uh, let's see. The reigning champions against the current lead leaders. Good run by Nuno Mendes. Oh, the keeper's lost it. Horrible, horrible moment for Ivo Gerbic. Ooh, pink of that. Saint-Germain and an absolute gift for them. Wow, nice. It really is. A poor, poor mistake from the goalkeeper. Mendes does well initially down the left-hand side to get in behind Selig and fire the crossing. Wow, it looked what like Gerbic had it comfortably within his grasp. And he drops it backwards. Danilo. Right, so, I mean, honestly, I can't really tell what's going on, apart from the fact it's a game of football and it's who I've just described that is playing this game of football. Um, in any case, here's what I want to say. None of these football players, none of the football fans seem to have or seem to be taking part in any restrictions whatsoever um and yet they have all got together they're all making a lot of noise or doing this or doing that that is just the way that it is but here's what i'm going to draw attention to that when people came together with regards to this vaccine mandate in parts of Scotland, now this is also, this kind of thing has also occurred in Scotland in far bigger droves in terms of the Rangers Celtic match, which took place um, actually right around the same time as Ayr, the town of Ayr in Scotland, had its um, rally with regards to ending of the vaccine mandates. Now we know that that wasn't just. Um, about ending it or asking for a call to end it because, you know, we actually already achieved that status. We managed to retract it. So I was there to give thanks and that was that. However, some people tried to make out that it was, you know, there was another narrative with regards to the people there and uh, saying all this and that and that, you know, that they ultimately should or should not have been gathered there. Well, you know, you can't say that. We cannot say that when we've got hordes of football fans and they're not 
you know, just outdoors, getting to move around, getting space or distance or anything like that. They're all bundled in together. So that's one point I just want to make out there in terms of like what's fair and what's appropriate. And especially when people are standing up for something of ethical and of value that's really much needed. But the good point in this, I would say, is I really love the football strip. All being well, hopefully all people staying <clears throat> well in this time with regards to this. Um, we do have lower, lower levels, but perhaps there could be more um, in terms of the mandates there. I just think it's a bit strange, um, you know, especially when those that are being vaccinated are tending to be the ones that are passing on the virus more. They're tending to have like a higher um, number and amount of them that actually end up catching coronavirus. So it just doesn't make logical sense. But um, going back to the strips, if we're to look at that on its own, I do love the strip, the, the, the white strip. The goalkeeper is just I love the white strip. I can see the goalkeeper certainly has like um some gloves on. So that's definitely gonna um that's just something that they will always do is wear gloves, goalkeepers, I would think, um, to protect their hands as well. But obviously that gives him extra um, you know, protection during coronavirus as well. Handed it to him on a plate. I do like the red and the blue strips as well. But I particularly obviously like the white with the pink and black. Some very, very already has opportunities. Good. We know what a wonderful left foot he has, but he just hasn't really quite found his range. Bamba with the corner kick high and lofted and a really strong header for like such, such a great um oh yeah, no hang on a second, there are loads of people wearing um there are actually people wearing loads of masks at that, so I've just spotted that now. <clears throat> Unless they've been like drawn on. <laughs> No, that's good. And that is Ben Arthur at his best. That is absolutely brilliant down the byline. It looks at one stage as if Deveria's got him covered. But in the end, he gets... Ooh, I like how they've got like a shiny sort of silver on the red. Tops, but I do love that white with the pink and black. It's very, very smart. I love it. Just here, it looks like... Very aesthetically pleasing, <laughs> talking about fashion. So I did notice that people in the crowds were wearing um, masks there, um, and then there was a whole bundle of folk that just weren't. It's just kind of like, it's, it gets a little bit messy with regards to all, um, yeah, when people, especially when people are making... Um, Download a free oh. audio book with your... Keeps on going on about audiobooks probably because I love to listen to videos look quite a bit. Eh? Right, let's see. Alright, I'm not gonna say any more on this topic, that's it. <laughs> what do I think about it? I think 
it's really hopeful, it's really great, but I obviously would then be thinking, right, we are in, still in this pandemic, What? how is that going to impact different people? How is that going to, you know, um, are these people a bunch of people that are in the faith, for example? Do they understand what their body's doing? Do they have like an immunity? Um, or are these people likely going to be um, imp- impacted by this and are their families going to be impacted by it? Um, you know, what's happened here? What's this with regards to, I take it this is to do with the vaccine passports and then therefore what maybe some people or parts of society were allowed to do and maybe that's had a, a knock-on roll-on impact even though we've had the retraction of these vaccine passports now. Um. In any case, we're still seeing like a roll on of behaviour, perhaps of agreements that were put in place beforehand that people had bought tickets to. And so they're drawing up in their droves um, and going ahead with those levels in terms of what was thought to be OK for vaccinated people. Unfortunately, we do hear that these are the ones that are meant to be um, most impacted by this. Um, what do, what do we say with regards to that? I think, um, at this stage, when we know look a lot more about it, people are kind of making um a lot more of their own decisions. Are people to take this on um board? Are people getting tired? Is it like what Justin Trudeau was saying? Um, are some people just getting tired? Um, are they not managing to wear masks or take different? levels of restrictions in certain areas where they probably should that perhaps is the case um but there were a large amount of people that i did see wearing them still um this also depends where it took place because i think um if it took place in england which i'm not i really don't know then they've completely withdrawn all of their restrictions altogether which is kind of nuts to say the least um I mean, it just sounds so superficial. Okay, let me just see. Where was that? PSG. Why would it even be happening there? It's a question, is it? No, it doesn't make sense because PSG refers to Paris, so I'd assume that it's somewhere over there. Mm. So that took place on Sunday, the 6th of February. Paris Saint-Germain. Okay then.
I still don't know exactly where it took place. Let's see. So the match was at the Pierre Moroy Moroy Stadium. Okay. So it did take five minutes. Like it did take um yeah, quite a bit of time to like figure out where it was, but just wanted to double check. So it was taking place in Lille, um, in the Pierre Moroy Stadium in France. Um, yeah, so Lille, let's hear. Oh, I thought it was going to give us something else. Uh, I thought it was going to give us the Dutch version there, but it doesn't. Okay. So, city in the northern part of France in French Flanders. Um, and near France's border with Belgium. That would make sense as to why it could be. Okay. Drawn to that. Right. Whoa. Oh, doke. So, let's also take a look at Saint-Germain. Don't forget all that was happening very nearby there with regards to all of um, the vaccine measures and uh, everything. Uh, with a rally more recently. So... I would imagine that there would be a lot of energy about that area with regards to that too. And it did look like a lot of people were letting off steam. Okay. Saint-Germain. Now, this is really important because our town is twinned with Saint-Germain as well. Um, I want to look at the actual saint and um, who, you know, this is named after. It's <coughs> a royal town, Saint-Germain-en-Laye, the birthplace of French King Louis. Okay, let's see. Is Saint-Germain a real saint? Saint Germain of Paris, a book of hours illuminated by Jean Le Tavernier. Um, 
this was the Bishop of Paris and is venerated as a saint in both the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church. Hmm. See where when's his feast day? Oh my goodness! So it's the May the twenty eighth, the twenty eighth of May. Okay, so. Saint-Germain, the Bishop of Paris, was venerated as a saint in both the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church, according to an early biography. He was known as Germain d'Auton, rendered in modern times as the father of the poor. Um, right. Biography. Oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. Well, that's interesting. So reading up about Saint-Germain only, Saint-Germain, um, the Bishop of Paris, he was reportedly this father of the poor. He would gift so much, like, oh my goodness, right? So we can see how this like, comes across. He would gift so much that the those in the monastery became quite concerned that he would give away all of the riches of the actual abbey. And so they even turned against him. That's really strange. That doesn't sound like they um, had values, unless, of course, they felt called on God to take a stance. But you would think that they would consult him and each other, being in that communion with each other. Very strange. Um, thankfully, we do that nowadays. We do, we do have the ability to communicate effectively. And for those that are in God. But this was a long, long time ago. Um, 496, it says here. Um, to the 28th of May, 576. And I think he lived to look quite, a, yeah, a good age. 79 or 80. Mm-hmm. 